Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Ah, I got to work it, Doug. I got to work to figure out what the problem was. Dope. How do I sound? Is, it all, is, is my sound coming in okay? It's okay. It's a little um, thinner and like uh, not quite as clean, but let's give it a shot. See how it works. I can go back to the headset if no, I need give, to. Let's give it a try. We'll, we'll try it for this episode. All right. How's it going, dude? Oh, uh, man, I'm chilling, dude. Uh, just I'm, I'm on vacation, I guess. Uh, kind of in between jobs. So I don't start until the 16th, my new gig. So I'm kind of just uh, fucking around, not doing a whole lot of nothing, man. <laughs> I wanted to go to, to Vegas and uh, I don't know, just get out of L.A., you know, for a couple of days or whatever. But I looked at prices the other day. And I'm like, fuck, man, I, I thought going to Vegas was supposed to be cheap. You know, I'm, I'm looking at prices on like Southwest of like $400 round trip. Shit, I've only although, ever driven there, so I don't know. Yeah, although I, you know, my, my friend did tell me to, you know, check out Expedia and those prices were definitely lower. So I don't know. I still might go out there to see Amir and my friend Daryl, but I don't know. Knowing me, I'm probably going to stay right where the fuck I am playing Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, otherwise I'm doing good. What's up with you? Same. Same, just, I mean, I'm not going to go to Vegas, but, uh, yeah, just, yeah, media problem. <laughs> so what is we're saying there? Uh, yeah, man, just normal stuff, work and, and Grayson and, uh, that's it. That's all I do. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not bad. It's a lot. You, you, you say it so casually. Well, that's all I do. It's like yeah. being a parent is a lot. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, uh, I'm working on new music and I got uh, a show next Friday with the uh, Spellbound band. So that'll be Is fun. Is this the, the band that you played with the last time, right? That mm-hmm. I, I, I missed out because it was past my bedtime? Uh-huh. Is this, is this one going to be the same? It, yes, it'll be late. Yeah. Same venue? No, no. This is at uh, Bordner's. It's in uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. And last time it was at, uh, oh, no, I can't remember the name of the. You know what? Yeah, it was in Silver Lake or someplace near Silver Lake or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm coming. Uh-huh. And I know you, I know you, I know you don't believe me. I don't. I, and you have every, and you have, and as you should, you know, you have every right not to believe and trust me when I tell you, but I will be there. I've got no excuse. Uh, and that can be something that I do as part of my vacation. That's right. That's um, right. and we can celebrate my birthday because my birthday is Wednesday, so oh, I can shit. come see you Friday, see you guys kick ass, perform, and uh, yeah, and I, I hate driving to uh to Hollywood or anywhere near the area, so I'll just fucking Uber. I don't give a shit. Ah, that's that's smart too. And I'll yeah, and I'll, I'll be there, man. I'll be okay. there. Okay, it'll be I'll, fun, I'll, man. I'll, I'll take a nap. I'll take a nap. You know, in the middle of the day, just so I'm you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, man. I'm gonna be exhausted. I. uh I drop Grayson off at school at like eight fifteen, and then I work all day till like four thirty, and then I'm gonna clean up, change, and just fucking head over there, load in. I'm gonna be exhausted. I think we go on at like eleven. Um, all right, so, so what you're saying is that I really have no excuse not to be there, Mister All well, Vacation. I, I, I'm not B. done. I, I'm not done. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I'm going to play this show. And then Saturday, I got to leave the house at eight for work. All right. All right. Uh, 
Uh, I will definitely be there. Yeah, be there. just come out and have a good time. Have but it's good to be busy. It's good to be busy. It's good to be busy, man. Sure. Um, sure. Let's go with that. And yeah, yeah. I like no, for real. No, but I'm saying, yeah, you like it's. It's good to have you know shit that you that you're responsible for that. It's like, hey, I've got things I got to do today. You, you know, know uh, I, I love not doing anything. I rarely get to do it, but I love not doing anything. And I'll say that it's good. I know, like you, like we're both like pretty introverted, so it's good to be forced out of the house. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah it's healthy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I, I am introverted to a point. Of course, uh, you are. but yeah, because I love me some alone time. Yeah, but at the same time, like when I am out. I'm very sociable as totally. well. Totally. You know? Yeah. I mean, so, the, I, guess. I, I think like, like introvert meaning like where you kind of find your peace or where you like get energized is by being alone or being quiet, but just being by yourself, doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like being around a yeah. large group for a long time, for, at least for me, it, that's like a nightmare. Like I can handle a day of it or, or a night of it, like a couple hours. I can handle a couple hours of it. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, like a day of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I, I get my feel of it, and then I'm like, okay, I'm, uh, I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool, man. Yeah, that's man. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. There's some, uh, some stuff going on. I'll tell you is, off there. But yeah. okay. Yeah. Is is does I play in this band? She's a singer. Yeah. She's a singer. Okay, cool. Yeah. I finally get to meet her. I've never yeah. met her. Yeah. 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 That's not really going. I'm going to meet her. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine yeah um so it'll be fun man i as as i understand it it's a big show um so yeah all right should be fun well, rock it up and let's do it yeah man. well you well you gotta do it uh yeah, so i guess it's more like I, i'm gonna rock it out i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah um and then other than that i don't know what the hell's going on oh i saw um that michelle yo movie everything in the universe all at once everything everywhere all at once a terrible title um i kind of dig it especially because of the deal it's funny you saw this because i saw dr strange two movies dealing with multiverse and shit. yeah I, I, I heard your movie uh is really good you know uh, what'd you think do you like it it is good i liked it um i actually went and saw it with i and uh which is weird because like we've been friends for I don't know, 20 years or something. We've never seen a movie together. Wow. Like in, in a theater, like we've watched movies like at right. each other's houses and shit like that. But like, we've never been to a theater together. And as we were walking in, I was like, have we ever done this before? And she's like, no, I don't think so. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It's, it's good. It's fun. It's, uh, you know, it's heartwarming. It touches on, on good subject matter. It's got cool visuals. You know, it's, it's funny fun fight scenes um it's a bit convoluted in the beginning like how they're kind of setting it up the setup is a bit convoluted but you understand what's going on it's just the way they do it is a bit messy and then at the end like somewhere in the third act you kind of like they lost the motivations of the character you don't understand like exactly where these people stand anymore but they're not not because it's like they're they're changing yes they're changing but like they just don't do a great job of keeping the audience apprised of their motivations. So they're doing stuff mm -hmm. and then you have to catch up like, Oh, okay. I guess this is where they're at now. Um, but oh, other than that, it, it, it's very good. It's very fun. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, everything you just said, I could, you know, I just apply that to Doctor Strange. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I had a blast watching it. Um, enjoyed it uh, way more than the first Doctor Strange, which we talked about that movie. Yeah. I thought this first Doctor Strange was fine. It's fine. You know, it's, it's uh, it was never one of my favorites of the MCU. But uh, but this one, I mean, it. You know, so Sam Raimi directed this. Mm-hmm. You know, you you know that. Um, and we like. I like Sam Raimi. Um, I don't like him the same way that a lot of other, you know, uh, genre fans of film like him. Like I, you know, cause there are certain people and you know, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I don't even know how you feel about this, but like people love that evil dead franchise mm-hmm. and like those movies mm-hmm. and they like cherish them. Like, Oh my God, Sam Raimi is this because he did, you know, evil dead trilogy and you know, all this other stuff. And I, I, don't get me wrong, I like Evil Dead. They're fun, you know, uh, Ash and all this. Like, but I never really loved them, loved them. I just kind of, if they're on, I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, they never really endeared me to like Sam Raimi in particular. Right. But at the same time, I have enjoyed a lot of his films. I just don't really hold him up in the same esteem as some other directors. Um, but the one thing I will say about him is that he's one of those, I love any director who you can just look at, I don't know, five, 10 minutes of their film and just the way that they shoot and frame things. Like you can, you can, like they have, they have a, a visual uh, identity. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word or mm-hmm. a visual style that is just immediately apparent. And Sam Raimi has that with the Dutch angles and those zoom ins and zoom outs. And like just the way that he's constantly moving his camera. You know, he does some pretty uh, inventive stuff. Sometimes I felt that he goes a little overboard with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it takes you out of the movie a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is the, this is, I think, directing wise, direction wise, this might be my favorite of his films. Huh. It's a really fun ride. It's a brisk two hours. It starts with a bang. And it rarely lifts up. And there's a lot of fun surprises. Um, and in terms of movies dealing with the multiverse, comparing it to uh, No Way or Far From Home, I think this one does it a, a lot neater um, in the sense of how they're traversing through these different uh, you know, uh, universes and everything like that. It's easier to... It's easier to understand. They do a good job of, of explaining how this is possible, why this is happening. And the antagonist, which I, I don't want to say here, but surprised me, even though I, I, sh- I shouldn't have been. It's fairly obvious. <laughs> you better be expecting to see trailers. But I was like, oh, wow, they're going there with this quick. Okay. Hmm. And uh, I will say it heavily, not piggybacks, but like if you, um, obviously, we've seen WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, WandaVision and the What If shows are heavily referenced. Oh in this WandaVision more so than anything else. But, you know, as much as we, you know, but we weren't all that big into what if, uh, the what if show on, on a Disney plus, but I kind of feel good for having watched it. If for no other reason, then I gave me more context and a lot of things that they show in this film. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a really fun movie, man. And, you know, but, uh, Benedict does a great job. Like he's, he has since now Robert Danny Jr. is out of the uh, MCU. Mm-hmm. Like he really has transformed himself into Stephen strange in a really right. good way. Um, like he is strange. Like he's, he has imparted this character on him the same way that Downey did with Tony Stark. Okay. And he's fun to be around on screen. They, they introduce this new character who I guess is from the comics, 
you know, not me not being a big Doctor Strange reader, especially in the recent years, this new character called uh, America Chavez. So they introduce her. Their girl? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the girl, yeah. So she's introduced in this film, and she's cool. You know, uh, I liked her a lot. And yeah, it's just a fun ride. I'd be curious to hear what you think. You'd probably be... Like, critical i don't think you would I don't, I don't think you would like you will enjoy it as much as me i mean as far as like sam raimi goes um i i i grew up on the evil dead movies i love those movies but the same thing i never felt that like he is such like a genius of a of a filmmaker or anything like that like i love those movies and um you know, the first one as a straight horror movie, I love. The second one, which is a remake of the first one, which is a bold yeah. choice for a director. Um, <laughs> I love as like a crazy, campy horror movie. And then the third one holds, uh, Third Evil Dead holds like a really special spot uh, in my heart and in my life because like my mom worked on that. So I was on set a lot for that. And like, I oh got, shit, have you told me that before? I don't know. Um, I, don't think, I don't think you have. I would have remembered that. Yeah, but they oh, were sh- cool. shooting on location. Uh, some they built that fucking castle, like you know. So I was there. I was h- hanging out a lot, and um, like there's a big battle scene at the end, and I sat in a director's chair next to Sam Raimi and watched on the monitors and watched in front. So it's like I have like a lot of cool memories of that movie. Uh, oh wow, man. Yeah, and then like I you know went to like Bruce Campbell's house for his birthday and shit, like and jumped on his trampoline with his kids. Like I had like so I have as far as like, you know, that time of kind of indie horror stuff, like my mom was doing a lot of horror back then. Um, so the, you have an emotional connection. Yeah. 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 So I, I have like, so those movies, th- those three movies hold like a really special place in my life. But, uh, after that, I haven't been that into Sam Raimi's stuff. I didn't, you know, dark man is whatever. And, uh, I didn't like this, his Spider-Man movies. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I like, I like this Verticals first suit at the time, but as we've talked about on this, you know, on, on the show, it's those, those, they haven't held oh, up right. for, for me. Yeah. And, and I, if I'm, and if I'm being honest, even at the time I had my problems with them, but mm-hmm. I mean, what was that 2001? I mean, that was the best that we had seen at that time. Well, it wasn't, we, so had, I, we had blade. Oh, true. True. I always go back true. to blade, man. Even like I was, I was about to. Uh, I, I kind of started watching the Batman again and um, I didn't, I didn't register it at first, but like how deeply um, it pulls, especially aesthetically from blade, like the car, the motorcycle, the suit, like a lot of it is blade, the first blade. Um it's, oh, it's, it, interesting. it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, they're not aping it, but it's like that influence of that movie is fucking huge. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, uh, we had Blade. So when Spider-Man came around, I was like, well, <laughs> and we had 1989 Batman also. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, but they, yeah, we just, I, what I guess what I'm trying to say is we just didn't have these films at the frequency that obviously we have now. Sure, sure. So even when a movie came out that was, above average like like x-men right like that first x-men movie like again i it's just okay in my in my head at the time that i saw it i was like okay there's a lot of this i don't like but at the same time they got some stuff right yeah. and it's the x-men and, and so i kind of they're doing it Jedi mind like, yeah. myself yeah, yeah. To, to think that it was better than what it was but you know again it's like no it's it, it wasn't you know, nice attempt, I guess, but yeah the thing with sam Raimi spider-man's those first two and i think you know two is better than one 
it's just it's just abilities. Uh, it was too. Uh, what's the word? Like his take on Peter Parker was, you know, the original take, right? The Stanley Steve Ditko take. It just felt um, antiquated for the time that it was released. You yeah. know, uh, it felt too much of a throwback to the original version of Peter Parker, which again, that's where he came from. I get it. Yeah. It, but it, it, it just didn't feel modern enough. I agree. I agree. And it, it had like a, a boom pow aspect to it, you know, like a Batman series, like a 66 Batman. It had like that type of campiness, but it was like kind of buried underneath. I don't know. There's something about that movie that I, I it, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. And, and, and like you mentioned, like his, uh, like Dutch angles and stuff like that. Those are, I don't know. There's something about Dutch angles when they're done in the right way. I'm like, Oh, cool. But a lot of times that visual style, it makes me angry. It makes me feel gross and sick. Like I, I, I saw my, uh, my son for a little bit. I never bring these movies up cause I hate them, but he's a kid. So he likes every movie, but like, uh, the Jim Carrey, Dr. Seuss and, um, I mean the Jim Carrey Grinch and the Mike Myers, Dr. Seuss movies, uh-huh. he, or, uh, cat in the hat movie. He, he liked watching those. He watched them a couple of times and I had never seen them. And then I watched them with him the first time. And I was just like, I, I hate the colors and like, I hate the colors. I hate the lighting. I hate the camera. Um, and, and I feel like Sam Raimi has a lot of those elements, like early Tim Burton when he would like, those movies are so good. So they hold up, but there's some angles. That's what I mean. Like, like in those early Tim Burton movies, he would do those awkward camera angles and really crazy colors. But for some reason it works like, uh, you know, Beetlejuice and, uh, Edward Scissorhands, it totally works. But then. I felt like that exact same thing they tried to do in Grinch and Cat in the Hat and they don't work at all. I hate Doesn't them. Work, yeah. And then I feel like they also do that in those Spider-Man movies and I hate them there too. I don't know exactly they, what it is. I, I've never articulated it out loud, but yeah, no, I, 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 well, I haven't seen those, uh, the Grinch or the Cat awful. in the Hat. Awful. Yeah. I, I heard they're really, so really bad. bad, but, but yeah, but you're, yeah. Uh, the, the Spider-Man films. Yeah. He did that a lot in those films and, and again, yeah, kind of, it's just jarring. It was like, and again, he did it so much. Yeah. It was like, you know, kind of choose your spots. And so I think maybe the reason that it, for me, it felt uh, the way that it worked so well in Dr. Strange is because when he chose to do something unique with the camera angle, one, it fit within the, you know, for lack of a better word, the madness that is going on, that is sure, going on sure, within sure. this film. But you're dealing with some like supernatural stuff, you know, traversing the multiverse and it's, like when he when he chose to use you know a unique camera angle, it it it, it fit the disorienting disorienting feel that you as a viewer okay. are are going through you know, with all this crazy shit that's going on. So it kind of it was effective in that regard. Right. And and again when it, and when things weren't you know he showed restraint and he kind of just and still you know framed things in a great way, but didn't rely so much on oh check this crazy angle out and boom and the constant zoom in and zoom out. Gotcha. He uh, yeah he just picked this he picked his spots and um, and it was a super fun movie. Uh, there are two in credits. I'm not gonna tell you what they are, but okay. um, yeah the one so the one at the if you see it in theaters or just see it at all you you know pirate or whatever um, the one make one scene in the middle the first one is worth sticking around for 
because it ties into probably the next Doctor Strange or whatever. It, it introduces the new character. The last one, if you press for time, really has nothing to do with anything moving forward. It's just a nice button okay. on something that occurs in the movie. But I thought it was one of the most charming. Oh. Uh, uh, in there's like in, a, a gag in the on? movie, and then they wrap it up at that. Yeah, and, okay. and they and they wrap it up in a very very clever way. And there are people in the audience who are like, "Oh, boo, we stuck around for this," but I laughed and I was like, "That aces." Nice. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll probably check it out. Um, I might have time next week, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, are, you, are you going to see anything? Yeah, I'll probably try. Well, if you do want, if you do end up seeing it next week and you have time, let me know. I'll drive out there. I'll see it with you. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, it, it, it is. I thought you froze for a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> You're so still. Yeah. It is. It is interesting that Dr. Strange and that Michelle Yeoh movie, are both multiverse movies right now. It's it's interesting. And Spider-Man just a couple months back too. And Spider-Man just a couple months back too. Yeah. I will I will say I I'm I'm I, I hope that this can somewhat be the end, at least for a while, with the multiverse and MCU. Yeah. Uh well it's not. That's, kind of, that's the whole thing now. Like that's this arc is multiverse stuff. Unless it gets wrapped up in Doctor Strange. No, yeah, as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, no, it's just definitely not wrapped up. Yeah, I mean that's their whole thing. Like they haven't even like, you know, Kang and all that, like that's. So, yeah, I was surprised by that. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot. Of, I, I was somewhat expecting a Kang uh, appearance in this. He does not show up. It's not referenced. Um, but they do talk about incursions, which I, I remember reading from the comics. An incursion is when you know the most. I did, maybe they brought it up in Loki, but it's when you know this. You know, the universe is you know uh, is the instability of it all causes two universes begin to collide with each other, which is an incursion. And it usually means either one universe is going to get wiped out completely or both of those universes will. So they kind of tease that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah. 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 Huh. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's going to, that's going to go on for a while. Uh, I mean, there, there, well, at least this new Thor movie doesn't have anything to do with multiverse. Hopefully. I certainly fucking hope not. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Marvel's pretty, pretty smart enough to like, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. So that's that's gonna that's gonna go on for a while. Uh, I mean, there, there well, at are, least this new Thor movie doesn't have anything to do with multiverse. Hopefully, I certainly fucking hope not. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Marvel's pretty pretty smart enough to like mix it up enough. I think, even though you know, they 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 definitely do like they have a formula that they do, but I would imagine I would, I would, that would be a bummer if, if the Thor movie was also a multiverse thing. Yeah. Three movies in a row. Plus like, the yeah. shows plus three plus shows. shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, I was just thinking in that, uh, everything all at once movie that, uh, the male lead is that guy, uh, the actor from Indiana Jones short round. Yeah. Short round. And, yeah. and data from, uh, Goonies. What's his name? Yep. John uh, Key K Hui Kwan or something like that, uh, and he's great. He's great in it. Yeah, I uh, that, that's one. Of the, I mean, I, I love Michelle Yeoh, but when I found out he was in it, that got me interested too. Like, oh shit! Yeah, because I know I know that he hasn't been in front of the camera in a long time, but I guess he's been doing uh, he's a fight choreographer for a lot yeah, of yeah. Uh, so he fights like most of this movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so it, there's so wait, would you describe this as an action movie? It's an action movie for sure. It is okay. Yeah, huh. it's an okay. action movie. Um, 
and it and it's a it's a drama and a comedy. It, it it does all of those things very well. It you know aside like the clunkiness that I mentioned earlier, like it does weave in out of those genres super well. It's effortless. Like you don't go like oh now it's an action movie and now it's a this and now it's a that. You know, I was thinking like even kind of like it does. Would you say it does everything all at once? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fit the other word in there, but I, I had to short it up because that just makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah, but it does everything, everywhere, all at once. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. I, I do recommend seeing it. I, I don't think it's, everybody is like, you know, exploding about how amazing it is. And that's a bit over overkill. Like they're- Right, that's why, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to- to hear from you because yeah, I have been hearing though. a lot of like hyper, you know, uh, hyperbolic <laughs> praise about this film. Like, uh, everybody's like, it's the crazy. best movie of the year. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's fun. It's heartwarming. It's, you know, but yeah, well, I, I mean, if, you, if, you, if this is like the only movie you've seen this year, you know, I guess yeah. it's true to you, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but yeah, but nah, I, I highly doubt it though. But yeah. Um, maybe I'll see it tomorrow. Yeah. Give it a shot. I think you'll like it. I might go see it tomorrow. I think you'll like it. Um, did you, are you caught up on Moon Knight? Um, yeah. <laughs> Me too. I don't really remember. I mean, I, I watched it that night, Wednesday night. Um, and I don't know. I was kind of playing Elden Ring, so I wasn't really all the way focused. Um, You're but, not missing it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought, I mean, I saw, I, I saw enough of it, yeah. you know, because I was just farming runes and stuff. Yeah. I saw enough. Um, I thought it was fine. You know, it, it was all right. <laughs> I, I wasn't, it, it's, this is not my favorite. It's not uh, interesting. That's it's, it's just not interesting. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. like so egregious about it, you know, but like, it's, it's just, it was kind of just there. Yeah. Like it never angered me. Enough. It was just there. Yeah, and yeah, just, I guess, yeah, it just, it's, it didn't it's, interest me it's not much. interesting. It, I mean, it's not written interesting. The, the dialogue is not good. It's, it's just nonstop exposition about nothing. Um, but like, it's, it's watchable. You could totally watch it. And like, yeah. out of the ending was like, okay, you got these giant CGI gods fighting, but they're just like punching and kicking each other. Like, <laughs> like this yeah, is dumb. Yeah. I, that was, that, that was thought that I had to, so I'm sitting there watching. It's like, are we really doing this? We just, it was almost the way that it ended. Like it felt like one of those early DC movies where yes. it's like, okay, we're in the third act now. Let's uh, put some big special effects on the screen and just, you know, have colors and totally, you know, uh, at least to their credit, they didn't have, you know, a glowing, you know, light shooting into the sky, but they had these two giant, uh, Greek gods duking it out. I'm like, y'all are gods, and you had to resort to punching. Yeah, it's so dumb. Yeah. It was so dumb. And then, like, uh, I guess I am a little upset about it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and like, Ethan Hawke gets like imbued with power from the alligator god, and like his power apparently is just shooting purple. He could just shoot purple at things. Well, what? I, yeah, I never understood his power, like, because the, the purple were also the souls that were being. Uh, eaten by the giant alligator, by the the goddess. I mean, right? The, the like souls, was, the souls. Yeah, it's confusing. The souls were purple that right. she was eating, but like he wasn't accessing those because he was just shooting purple. Like that right. was his yeah, power. the expression of his power was yeah purple too. But it's like yeah, it really, we're, we're back to just shooting lights out of our hands again. Like that's what we're doing. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's, 
has like, you know, doing backflips and martial arts all over his face. And then he's, and then Ethan Hawke's just shooting purple. <laughs> like he's got a Gwen Stone staff. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. But at you least know? that they like attempt, like, no, this is a, a, an aspect of magic sorcery that you can learn. Like even in the game, they're like, yeah, like you learn this. <laughs> and yeah. Like, and, and, and even the way it fires, like there's a physical thing that hits you, you know? And then like they introduce the, the wife, I forgot her name as she's now a superhero because the hippo <laughs> takes her over. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, it, it just felt, it felt like a CW show. No, no, no. Yeah, it did. It just, it felt like, okay, we got to wrap this up. So let's just, and, it, and it, this was the shortest episode too, which is crazy. Um, lengthwise. And it was, yeah, it just turned into, okay, it's time to punch and kick each other. And let's just rush, rush, rush to the conclusion. And that was it. Like, I just felt like watching it. I was like, they, after how, how powerful episode five was, this just felt like a complete, it almost like the, the disconnect. Yeah. Like totally. It just felt so off. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. like you can watch episode one and episode five and be like, Oh, there's cool stuff in there. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, it, it ended up it, it, it ended up doing what I kind of expected it was going to do, you know. And and you you mentioned you know Ethan Hawke and like when he gets the power of wasn't it Ahmet? Is that the name yeah, of the yeah. Ahmet? Like she gives him the power to judge others if they get to that check stop, and he's able to <clears throat> to do that that scale thing to check them if they're you know good or bad or whatever. And instantly those people die, yeah. <laughs> except for like the one person survives. And so I'm like, if he's got that power, I'm like, now this guy is redundant. <laughs> so yeah. we got, uh, because he can also do it. Or, or, I mean, unless she gave him the power only so he could judge. So then those souls could be fed to her. But like, she could just do that. But it, exactly. I'm, yeah. Or maybe she couldn't, but if she couldn't, it's like, well, you're kind of a, a then why are you here? God. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he was already sending souls. He was already like, before he released you, he was doing this. He was doing that job. One yeah. at a time, but he was still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was it, again, <laughs> sorry to beat a dead horse. It's just bad writing. It's, it's just bad writing. It, uh, there's no other way to say it. It's not interesting. It's it's lazy. Oh, there's another way to say it. You can say the writing is poor. <laughs> it's just poor writing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, again, it, it's just if Marvel is really struggling, they're doing too much. And then they're not able to like, you know, those first Marvel shows, Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones season one and Punisher season one. Luke you always Cage, bring these shows up. You always but, bring these up. These are completely different situations. But, but I mean, like as far as like Marvel's first outing when they were like, OK, we're going to make TV shows. Yeah, it's obvious so much care went into them. And now that Marvel is like in a way bigger machine than even it was then. Now it's just like, I don't know, man, just let's put some shit out and they won't have time to realize that it's bad because in like two weeks, another new thing is coming. Another up. thing. Yeah, and that is true. That is true. Uh, those Netflix shows, at least the the first couple seasons, like the first two seasons of Daredevil, Punisher. Jessica Jones, like the first yeah. half of Luke Cage. Yeah, like there was, you could tell there was there was a uh, different level of uh, care and attention put into those because they, they 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 didn't feel as mass produced. Yeah, as these more as some of these MCU shows. 
to your point, like they had to pump out so much stuff. Everything feels like one Iron for Fist Disney now. Plus, but also for they need these shows out in order to you know set up things for these movies that are uh, slated down 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 the pike. You know, I'm sure there's probably going to be things in this new Thor that are going to tie yeah. back into some of the things you've seen on some of these shows. And so, yeah, it just feels like they're just pumping this stuff out. And I, I'm sure they're doing the best they can given their sure. time constraints, but it does show. But that's what I mean. That like, it's just, it's yeah. not as tight, you know, yeah. it's just not as tight. Yeah. And these are, um, these are like self-imposed time constraints just to maximize profit. So these are businessman right, decisions, yeah. not artist decisions. And it, sh- it just, it shows and it's uh it's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, I don't even know what's next as far as shows for, uh, Disney Plus, but um, well, they have I, that. I, I they have that She Hulk show. Uh, oh, is that this year? I think. Because I was, I was like, man, I don't know what's next, but I'm hoping it takes a, it's a while before the next thing drops. Yeah, it, it, they really need to back off and like, you know, put a couple things out a year. You don't need some. It, it's you don't need every month. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, to the, I mean, Moon Knight. There was definitely some time between that and uh, Hawkeye. Not a lot, like um, a couple months, though, right? I think it was maybe like three or four months. Yeah, but like all of this stuff is in production at the same time. So it's, you know, when you talk about Kevin Feige, his involvement, like, well, he can't be that involved in all of them because they're all being shot at the same time. And yeah. at the same time, like there's only so much involvement. There's almost literally so much time a person has to go through this shit. And it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I've been really disappointed with the Marvel stuff for the last few years. Okay, I'm looking at the list now. Oh, geez. Oh, I forgot about this one. Yeah. Miss Marvel. Oh, right. Ugh. June, June 8th. So, right. so oh, a month. <laughs> yeah, one yeah, month. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Like, and, and what's after that? She Hulk? She Hulk. Uh, release day to be announced. Um, and then, oh, man, another one Secret Invasion. To be announced, but this year, uh-huh. uh, Agatha House of Harkness, Jesus, um, release date to be announced. So they don't have this year listed, so it might be next year. Spider Man Freshman Year, never even heard of that one. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Oh, it's it's an animated series. Oh, okay, well that might uh, be good. Echo, they're giving her a show from uh, Hawkeye. Remember her? The, the yeah, death? yeah, yeah, yeah. See, here's the other thing too. Like Agatha and Echo, like these are characters that did well, that, that tested well after the airing of those other shows that they were in. So then they're like, well, fuck it. Just make a series out of them. Write it now. We'll put it out this year. Like that, you could see like that's what everybody really liked Agatha. So, okay, give her a show. Fucking give her you a think, show. You think, that, you think that's how that show went, Kevin? Yeah, because nobody think- knew who Agatha was unless you're like into... The well, you comics. read the comics and stuff, yeah. But like, they're not making these shows for comic readers. They're not. But I, I don't know. Like, I think you could look. I mean, I, like, I don't know. You could be right. But just based on who, on on what Agatha is, and what they like when they, you know, the introduction of her and Scarlet Witch, the elevation of Scarlet Witch at the end of her show, plus what goes down in this Doctor Strange movie. It seems kind of logical that you would have to kind of ex- expand upon some of that stuff within Agatha because they because they fully introduced like magic and dark magic into right. proceedings now. So they could have been in the plans, but I, but who knows? You could be right. Um, 
because I, I will say, you know, going back to Doctor Strange, there's some dark shit in there. Really? <laughs> there's, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some pretty nasty stuff. Um, I'm not going to say, I've heard people come, you know, compare it. It's like, oh, it's like Marvel's first horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's got a horror elements, but by no, I mean, it's not scary. Oh, okay. But there are, but there, there are moments in there that I found kind of shocking. Like, oh shit, I can't believe y'all did that. Like, okay. So just to go back to that again, but, but yeah. Yeah, Moon Knight is uh, was a uh, yeah. I like I said. I mean, you asked if I if I caught up to it. I'm like technically yeah, but I really don't remember a whole lot about it because it just didn't stick with me. It's not memorable. It's really not. I mean, I I sat and watched it, and I was just like, uh, this is just like white noise. Like I, I just I don't give a shit. And I don't know, man. I I never read that much Moon Knight. Like I did. I read a handful of uh, arcs, but like, and I'm sure there are larger scale stories, but the ones I read were smaller. And, uh, they were cool. They were cool as fuck. Um, like, you know, he's going after mob bosses and, you know, he's helping Spider-Man with shit or fighting with Spider-Man or not fighting with Spider-Man, but, you know, fighting with, fighting with Spider-Man, you know, working with Punisher and they were really cool and interesting. And then I I don't know, man, to do this stuff with the Egyptian gods and then to do it so kind of lazily and sloppily, it's just a real bummer. It's a cool character. Like he's the only character who is crazy. And then they kind of even neuter that in the show. So, okay. So, cause you've, you've read way more Moon Knight than me. Were you familiar with this Jake character that they show at the end? Uh, was he, was he in anything that you read? Cause I've never heard of this Jake character. Maybe, I think he's, he's got like, he's got like dozens of personalities. Yeah. Um, like the only thing about, I, I know the Mark Spector um, was the thing, the guy, the alias or the personality that, you know, I always knew about the character, but this Jake Lockley guy, I'm like, cause at the end, I, I guess if you, if you know the character, you're like, Oh shit, there he is. You know, the third personality yeah. I saw it and I was just like, Oh, okay. Well that happened. And I was like, yeah, it is. Oh, it didn't he, do anything to me one way or the other. Oh, I guess he does. I don't It's hard to tell. Cause they keep referencing the fucking show. I thought he had like tons, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't I can't, I have to look for, I don't know. You, you, you know what? Moon Knight is such a character. Like he's a character that's been around for as long as he's been around. His origin and his the character of Moon Knight has been, you know, uh, messed around with so yeah. much by so many different writers and creators yeah. that I mean, yeah, I'm sure there was a time where he had more like multiple, like hundreds of personalities. Like and stuff. it's such like the character is so unique in that respect, especially in this version of the MCU. It's like okay, you have this character with multiple personalities. You know, he has all these mental health issues that's interesting and very compelling but then they like neuter him by making him at peace with all of that because so now he's got a third one they don't know about so it kind of comes back but it just like there's just no stakes with his mer- multiple personalities anymore where like in the first episode there were stakes like the uh the british guy wouldn't know what Steven. the fuck was going on Stephen wouldn't know what was going on and you know there was stuff like oh your mom's actually not alive and you're talking to her there was but then like it just didn't factor in to who he was as a hero or the events that transpired other than the episode five where they're in the mental hospital dealing with all this shit. I don't know, man. It, it there was just like no point to anything that was happening. Yeah. that Yeah. And then, you know, I, I was, I, I found it very kind of poignant in episode five when Steven sacrificed himself to save them. Yeah. And I thought, wow, you know, that's okay. And I kind of, I, I felt a little something about that. Sure. But then they bring it right back. Of course. 
in episode six yeah. to where now they're just you know just like a tag team within the same body yeah where they can basically tag in and out effortless and, and, like, and like you said no now no more stakes but then they introduce this jay character who they don't know Stephen and mark don't know that he's also in there right because they because you know they black out still and they like they did in episode six and then they're like what, did you do that like i didn't do that and, and there's all, dead bodies everywhere and now steven is like a badass fighter too <laughs> like, yeah i didn't understand that I, I guess why can he fight now yeah yeah yeah, and and then you know it's funny too. Like they establish, Mark creates Stephen out of this trauma of his brother dying, and then his mother blaming him and hating him. So he creates Stephen to cope with it. And you're like, got it, makes sense. It's heartbreaking. Great. But now there's this third one. We're like, well, why did that get created? Yeah, yeah. Why and and where and because yeah. like, it had to have been. He I mean, just obviously created an a, old cabbie in his head that's a murderer. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, I know. I so know. instead of just him being fractured and crazy and whatever, which is like now you can play with it and do whatever you want, they try to build these this framework, and then they're still going to be like, eh, but whatever doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really matter. Yeah, it was a. I don't know. It was a show. You know, it's, a, it's something we do on we, we do on this show a lot is like we just ask very simple questions about these more, especially the Marvel shows. And like the stories instantly fall apart with just a couple questions. And it's like, shouldn't somebody working on these things be asking some of these questions like, hey, why this? <laughs> like, shouldn't that come up at all? I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure there is that person who, who answers it. And they're in like, a meeting. Shut just up. Like, we're making money. It's like. Johnson, duly noted. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear you. I was buying my second yacht. Can you yeah, uh, yeah. tell tell Stacy? She'll uh, fucking jot it down for me, and I'll read it later. Yeah, Stacy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's there's someone in there. It's like, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Because yeah, it's like like you said, you ask a couple of questions, all of a sudden, the you know, you pull a string, and the entire the entire thing just comes undone, you know, uh, it, it feels and, like, and, like and, I, and I'm, and I'm more, uh, uh, forgiving of that yeah. than, than you, not me, but yeah, yeah. But there are times where it's like, come on, like, and, and look, I, I can deal with that. Just get, I, I just, like you said, for me, it just goes, it just goes back to the fundamental thing for me, which I just, I just didn't find this interesting at all. Yeah. It, and it also feels like a big part of like where the, the bad writing comes from or like what, why it stays there. It feels, I don't know if this is true, but it feels like, remember like when we used to get comic book movies or comic book shows and they were pretty bad um, or comic book games or whatever. And it's like, you know, the producers and the execs and the suits are just like, it's comic book stuff, just whatever. It doesn't matter. Like it, yeah. it doesn't matter. It, I don't want to spend time or money fixing this because it's, it's just for comic book kids or it's just for kids. Put them in the suit. That's all that people want to see. Put yeah. them in the suit. Put it the special effects on. It doesn't matter what's yeah. happening. Doesn't, and that's what it feels like Marvel is really, well, they used to not do this. It feels like that's what they're doing now. Like, eh, it's, it's whatever. It's just, it's for comic kids. I, 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 I'll defend them to that. I don't think, I don't, for me, like I don't feel what they're doing to that degree. Um, I don't. I think they're still putting and giving more respect to the characters than back then, mm -hmm. which was certainly a thing back in the day before these movies became, you know, part of the pop culture zeitgeist and shit. Yeah. It was definitely a thing where it was like, you're, you're making a, a what movie? Uh, the Shadow? Yeah, just put it, first yeah. of all, <laughs> the Shadow. shadow. Like, who's asking, Great who's asking for that? <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, just a bad idea from from, from Jump. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, or like a Dick Tracy. Although Dick Tracy was all right. But it's like, but it's like, yeah, just make it colorful, put, you know, make them look like themselves. That's all that people care about. Yeah. You know, story, ah, story's more. Yeah. You know, let's let's just, you know, a lot of, you know, explosion and, you know, pals and boom, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah, in yeah. and let's get out. Yeah. 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 I think I think Marvel hadn't gotten there yet. Um, maybe not that bad but it seems to be like that leaning bad. in that direction where they're just like hey we're printing money here just fucking put the shit out and shut up <laughs> like, yeah i think you know what you know what i think that would help is because so i mean look, we're talking i mean bad about the show i didn't hate it i no, just didn't know it was it was just like i said it was a show it was there it went down easy enough i just didn't find i just wasn't into it that much yeah. i think it's gonna take you know, Disney, Marvel, the MCU to put out, well, actually they did. I was going to say, put out a movie or one of these shows that really is critically panned. Yeah. To the point of like an, an Iron Fist level. Right, right. Because right. I think that'll be the only thing that'll be like, because that'll be embarrassing for them, where it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, we really, we've got, to, we're losing sight of our quality. We're, I mean, it's money for sure, but we've got here because we've been putting out quality stuff. While we've been, you know, making making buku bucks, yeah, you know, we're losing sight of our quality uh, measurement. We got to steer steer the ship back to that. Um, I think that would help. And I was, I was I was thinking they haven't put out a movie that's been that bad yet, but Eternals is probably the closest. I still haven't seen it. To that, I tried rewatching that um, a couple of days ago. Um, because I I didn't I didn't hate it when I saw it in the theaters. Didn't particularly like it all that much either. It was again, it was just like there. It was like probably the the least enjoyable of these MCU movies. But I tried rewatching it, and I'm in the first thirty minutes. I'm like, wow, this this really is bad. Wow. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I I just look at the grand film. Like, I don't understand why it was ever made. Right. You know, um, seeing where we're going. I mean, admittedly, it's you know we're what three movies about to be three movies since Eternals. Yeah. But I'm I'm like okay, uh, Spider Man Far From Home, Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness, and then we got Thor coming up next. I'm like, and I'm and I'm look I'm looking at this Eternals. I'm like, why did they feel the need to introduce these characters and talk about a movie that you start a- asking questions and the entire thing fucking falls apart, brother? This thing within the within the first fucking five minutes, not even the first five minutes. Because in, in any movie that opens up with a text scroll, no, you know you're in for a shit movie. No. Like no good movie opens up uh, except for Star Wars. Except for Star Wars, yeah, and and not every Star Wars, but, yeah. but at least the original trilogy. Yeah, uh, if a movie opens up with that slow white on black, you know, text crawl, wow, you're like, uh oh, wow. Because they essentially, and it's funny. I'm surprised the movie didn't get or just wasn't brought up of when that movie was released, but they. In that text crawl, they basically deep. I don't know. You might find this funny. They straight out denounce that there's a god. <laughs> right in the first like three yeah, sentences. I, I actually might like this movie. Yeah, I mean, and I, I'm surprised it wasn't a bigger like a uh, talking point when this movie came out. But no, it's like no uh, Americans art, don't art. read. Yeah, maybe. But no, it's, it's one of these celestials. They they based flat out tell you Artemis or. Artemis, whatever the name of the celestial is, he seeded the earth with life. Nice. We are here because of him. And these eternals were created by him to 
safeguard the planet against the deviants who are anti-life. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're fucking just like, you know, dragon creatures or whatever. And Oh, the bad guys in that movie are just like creatures? They're just like Fuck, creatures. That shit yeah. is so weak, man. I know. Uh, and they're not even Sh- interested Sean in Shang-Chi did it too. Like it's, it's, it's cause Marvel. At least, no, but at least Shang-Chi had the father as the antagonist too. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, this didn't even have that. Yeah. But like, you um, know, Marvel is, is victim of this a lot or guilty of this a lot. They do it in the Avengers movies where it's like, they make the bad guys just kind of like monster alien creatures. That way they can kill them indiscriminately. It doesn't matter. But like Marvel does that shit a lot. Yeah. That's well, that's what this one does, but it's silly. Cause it's right there. You, so it's, you're, we're told, okay. So yeah, all of humanity was created by this celestial, uh, these eternals, which they're not humans, obviously. They're not. They're, I, don't, I don't know. They're just like vessels of beings or whatever. Uh-huh. But the celestial gives them sentience. Like he kind of sounds like boring, you see. They're, they're almost. They're almost like, like. They're almost like robots almost. And so, and these these little glowing balls go into their heads and it grants them their personalities and everything. But it's it boggles the mind because it's like okay, you created all these beings. There's one celestial who's a kid. It's a kid. Why? And her thing is she can't, like, she's stuck as a kid. Right. Sure. She can't grow. She can't do anything. And they they have all these random powers. And I'm thinking, well, why? Why why did you make that decision to keep her forever as a child? Yeah. Why did you create Icarus, who's basically like a Superman level in terms of his strength and powers? Like, why did you only give him? this level of strength, but not any of these other eternals that you created. Like, it's like, it's like, you, you like, why? And, and why? And like, I don't know the whole, it's like the whole, the whole thing just falls apart. Cause it's like, if you created all of these guys to be protectors, why would you make, you Some know, weaker six than of the them other, yeah. lesser than this guy? Like, why did you only make one super, super badass yeah. and the rest of these guys kind of middling? Uh, yeah. And why did you make one as a kid that perpetually a kid, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm watching this and I'm like, man, this is stupid. <laughs> you know, this is, this is really, really dumb. And I got about 45 minutes in and I was like, yeah, I don't like this. This is not a good movie. <laughs> and it's boring. Um, some of the imagery is cool. Like when they show the celestial, and, you know, uh, some of the, the scale of him and like, the guy, like some of that stuff. I love, you know, that cosmic shit. Sure. But the movie as a whole, I'm just sitting back like, why was this made? Like why the Eternals? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll be proven wrong in like one of these movies, not about the movie itself. The movie's not good, but about why they made this. Maybe it'll, it's leading to something, but yeah, for the life of me, I can't figure out why. Gods like in movies, like if it's a movie about gods, it's, it's inherently uninteresting. Cause it's like, okay, none of this shit matters to them. And it's just about them either meddling with or protecting humans. And it's like, I've seen this 10 billion times. It's never done in an interesting way. Yeah, can, I tell, can I tell you? I found this kind of interesting. This is kind of a spoiler, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. All right. So, so also, there's a celestial who seeded Earth. He, I mean, it's, it's some cold-blooded shit, which I actually I thought, that's, that's badass. I mean, it's fuck, too bad for us, but it makes sense if you're a being of that magnitude who gives a fuck about uh, us. So he sees us with life 
to basically use us to uh to energize and to give birth to another celestial which had been impregnated within our planet okay and so that's what the celestials do mm. is that they go to they go to worlds they populate them with life where it's like it's not not to our benefit but it's to give birth to another one of them interesting and so the, and so at the end of the film the eternals find this out and so they you know and there's this moment where you know the the, the main celestial is like yeah it's time to give birth to this new celestial so you start to see him emerge you from the core of the earth and i'm like holy shit like that's as a concept is pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah yeah um but that's where it starts and stops you know <laughs> um, but i found it interesting um but yeah it's like because because yeah if you're a celestial it's like, i don't give a shit about you tuning you you know beings like we're more important to the the stability of the universe than right. you you should be thankful that you've been around for the billions of years to <laughs> yeah. help, but you know, it's like yeah. the time is up now. It's almost like some galactic shit, almost. Huh? Weird. But yeah, that, that was that was interesting about it. But so yeah, I saved you some time. I gave you the most interesting bit. Thank you. Man. And of course, they win. It. Yeah, you know, they win. And that's the other that. thing. You know, aside from uh, you know, like the Infinity War, those two movies where there there were stakes and, and shit happened. Um, in all of these movies you you know the good guy's gonna win so it's like the you know i guess you could say that about a lot of movies but like with these movies it's like okay you know i feel less uh involved because i know the outcome of this and also you've you've slated you've told me the timeline of movies that come around and i know these characters are (laughs) gonna be in those stories so it's like i I don't feel any there's no pressure with these things it's like well everything will be just fine yeah, I, I think, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah, I, first of all, I expect the good guys to win. Totally. I mean, I want them to win, right? But but the, the, the thing but, is, like, but, there, but you how, still have to. How? Exactly, yeah. You, there, there's still a way, you know, and especially in a movie where you know, obviously, this is going to win. But if you're going to instill some sort of suspense or like, like, like the or Batman. doubt, like, yeah. you know, Batman's going to win. Of course, Batman's going to win. But like in that movie, it's like, oh, fuck, how, the, how is he going to win? Like, I don't know how he's going to win. He actually doesn't. He, he kind of loses. Yeah, he kind of loses. He got. I mean, he wins in the sense he, that he he catches he, uh, the bad guy. He, he catches the bad guy, but he loses in the sense that he basically didn't. You know, uh, wasn't able to stop that bomb or even know about. It. He didn't. He wasn't able to solve that final riddle. Yeah, the city gets and he destroyed. Had a bunch of people. Stop the consequences. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, and yeah, so that's like a compelling way to to do it, where you're like, yeah, he's gonna win. Like he's gonna win but he loses an arm or something. You know what I mean? Like, Oh shit. Like, well now what? Or, you know, like the Joker is a good example too. Like the bad guy wins in this movie, even though he still gets caught. So it's like they, they, you can, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Eternals does not look terribly interesting to me. I keep saying yeah. it on Disney plus and I'm like, I'm just, I'm never going to watch this. I'm never going to watch it. And they do that whole thing. Cause of course they got to mention the blip, you know, uh, right. Thanos and all that. And it's like, like one of the Eternals, the, the lead Cersei, 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 um, she's got a human boyfriend and he knows about her and all that. And he's like, so why, you know, where were you? And like, why did you guys help? Cause they, cause they, they established that these Eternals have been on the earth since like 5,000 BC. Okay. And so it's like, well, why didn't you guys help, you know, world wars, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, why didn't you help against Thanos? 
And, it, and of course, you can probably guess what she has to say. We can't interfere. Un- yeah. <laughs> it's the, the prime directive. Yeah. Oh, we can't interfere in the lives of, of, so of, of, of you humans. Really? Why? <laughs> yeah. Fucking why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's the God it's, argument. Oh, it's God's plan. Like, shut the fuck up. It's yeah. the laziest bullshit. Shut up. It, it, it is so lazy. And, yeah. and I knew, I, like, we were the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, here it comes. It's right. like, you can't interfere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that just makes me angry. That actually makes me hate those type of characters because I'm totally. like, okay, you know, well, fuck you and your principles. You couldn't interfere in World War II. Yeah. Uh, millions and millions of lives lost. Slavery. Uh, any number of yeah. cataclysmic events. It's like, oh, we can't get. No, sorry. We just have to sit by and watch. Yeah. Until, in, until you know, now, oh, they're going to give birth. You're going to destroy the earth? I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. It's like, maybe we deserve it. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Um, how lame. How lame. It was lame. <laughs> Speaking of something that's not lame, there, I think I mentioned it before, there's a video game that came out last year called Poppy's Playtime, where you're, um, have I talked about that? I don't know. That's not where I <laughs> thought you face, were going. Your face says Pop- I have not. <laughs> Poppy's Playtime? No. Yeah. Um, this sounds like a really creepy porn, but uh, it's... It's a game where you're, it's an indie game, uh, like a horror uh, puzzle solving game where you're, it's set in a toy store after hours and you get like this, you have to find this like kind of backpack that goes on your body and it gives you like hands that can stretch and touch or grab things. Okay. And um, a giant stuffed animal like a stuffed uh, monster like it but it it chases you and it tries to kill you to prevent you from getting through this toy store wait isn't this uh you said poppy's play thing isn't this some no this is like uh huggy wuggy huggy wuggy huggy wuggy is the character that, that chases you the game i thought it was like freddy's time freddy's uh oh, five nights five, at freddy five nights at freddy's yeah uh no no it's that's different oh okay, okay. um and uh, it's a short game, but it's great. It, it It's legitimately scary. And um, it's fantastic. It, it's really good, really fun. Uh, Grayson and I played it a lot. He loves it so much. And like his... Are you playing when you play with Grayson? Yeah, yeah. He was the one who told me about it. And I was like, oh, let me check it out. It seems kind of scary. But he'd play it and then like he'd like sit on my lap while I'm playing it. And like he'd try to play it too, but then it would get too intense. He'd be like, ah, fuck. And he'd like jump under the table <laughs> while I'm finishing it up. <laughs> um, but like his. I'm trying to. His I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His favorite plushie toy that he has, I got him like a Huggy Wuggy. And it, there are two versions one with like a, just a big smile and one with like the crazy teeth showing. And he, he got the. He likes the crazy teeth one. So that's what he carries it all around the house. He, he likes it. Anyway. Um, for like the last year, you know, it was, it was announced that they're going to do a chapter two and it just came out last night. So we're going to play it this weekend, but, uh, okay. they're really, I think, I think chapter one might be free on steam. Now you should get it. It's good. What's it called? Poppy. What? Poppy's playtime. Poppy's playtime. Zero results. I, Poppy, Poppy. Um, P O P P Y S. Oh, P O. I, I thought I did P A P I. Oh, like like uh, like the a Spanish version. Spanish, yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it. It's set in Miami. Oh, this is like oh, I don't like this blue guy with his that's, crazy. That's Huggy Wuggy. I don't like him. That's, that's the uh, plush toy that my son loves and sleeps with. 
That thing is terrifying, man. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. Um, but you should get it. It's very fun. It's a, it's a, it's a quick game too. You can, you know, beat it in an, under an hour. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm downloading it now. Yeah, and then chapter two is only ten bucks. So if you like it, you can pick that up too. But so we're gonna play that uh, tonight. My, Grayson is like. I showed him last night. I was like, hey, guess what finally came out? Because we've been waiting and there's been like no release date up until like a couple days ago. And uh, they're just like, oh, maybe at the end of April, you know. But first it was like end of September last year. And then it's like, oh, maybe January and then April. And then it finally came out. So he's like beyond excited. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I don't, you know, horror stuff usually not my thing, but. Yeah, it's, it's there's uh, no, there's no blood or gore or anything like that, really. It's, it's like there's like, this thing chases you, so that's what's scary. Okay. More, more nah, tense I'm, than anything. I was going to say, it sounds like some Resident Evil type shit. Yeah, but without, but without the uh, gore. like, And honestly, it's... Yeah, kind of like the way like things would follow you, but you wouldn't know where it was, and it would kind of come out. Right, yeah. Yeah. But it's you good. You have to, have to lose it. Yeah, and there's like, you know, some, like, a little bit of platforming, puzzle-solving stuff. It's, it's really fun, though. But it's first person? First person. Yeah. Okay. I will. I'm down. It's downloaded now. Oh, good. But I don't know, man. It's gonna be. I, I feel bad playing any other game than Elden Ring. I feel I like I'm cheating on, a, on on my girl or something. <laughs> How you doing in Elden Ring? Oh, dude, I am fucking. I, I feel like a badass, dude. Like I'm finally at a point where, in most combat situations, I feel strong. I, I am finally going shieldless. All right. Uh, I'm not encumbered. I've just got my uh, my incantation in my left. I got my my blood fang in my right. Dope. And I've settled in my blood fang. That weapon has been aces for me. I did find a weapon the other day, uh, the serpent curve sword. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit's good. Which uh, it gives you, it, on every enemy you kill, it replenishes a little bit of your health. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Um, I, but I typically just use my, uh, my, my blood fang sword and I've kind of gotten rid. I've got, I'm just focusing on uh, what is it? Incantations over sorcery. Yeah, uh, um, I prefer those. Still using, yeah, still using my my dragon breath. Um, I've got a whole bunch of cool incantations that I use. Uh, blood sword. I use that a lot. Um, and I just I just feel a lot more confident in my ability to play this game. Right. I've beaten a lot of uh, bosses. Like I, I reached out to you and told you I beat Ranala. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 moon queen on my first try it's dope um i can't i can't i i cheese the yeah, fuck out of this game I, I do too in terms of summons and i mean i'm using everything at my disposal to basically fight these bosses without having to get too close yeah the bosses um, are kind of designed so to use summons yeah yeah so i've been doing that like i i i fought some dragon um the other day I had to defeat this dragon to get up to the Atlas Plateau. Oh, the magma worm. The magma, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Was it the magma worm? You I don't it. think it was a magma worm. There, I, I ran this into some magma something. Okay. Maybe it was. Actually. No, you're right. It was. It was because I, I ended up getting the magma sword or some yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. weapon off of it. And I can see. On I your, beat him. I can see on your achievement right here. That was the last boss you beat. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, beat him in one go. Nice. You know, I use my uh, my summons, and I'm just you know dragon broad, stay away, get him knocked down. I come in, I use I, I blood flame my sword, wacky wacky whack, 
step back. I've just learned I can't be super, super aggressive. I have to just kind of pick my spots. That's why I love the dragon rod and anything that can kind of apply some sort of effect. Yeah. So that is doing some sort of damage. Totally. That's what's um, cool about this game is like, uh, even, even like when you're super, super, like I'm level like 300 in this on um, new game plus. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm 113 right yeah. now. So. But like, even then, like if you're too greedy with your playing or you're, and you think like, oh, I'm just going to power through, I'm just going to button mash. It'll still put you on your ass. It'll be like, no, Oh yeah. You, oh, it's yeah. not how you play this game. <laughs> and you're like, okay, 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 okay. I was playing earlier before we got on air and I got a little, uh, overconfident about this one enemy because right now I'm in the, uh, uh, Lind Lindell, uh, capital capital. And there are these creatures that look like flowers, but you get close to them and they kind of sprout out mm -hmm. and they got like a spear and two hits. These guys are dead, but I was being a little kind of cocky or whatever. And I had just come out from, you know, side of grace. And I think I'll let you just motherfucker. it. And I'm just kind of fucking with him. But he's got that spear, and he kind of got me caught yeah. in a, in one of his attacks. And I was like, oh, oh, I didn't see my health bar drain. Like, yeah. oh, shit. So I got back away, and, like, my blood drain, which, again, I, I never, because I've been using shields so often, I never utilize, like, the abilities that, like, the Ashes of War or, yeah, like, some yeah, of the yeah. abilities the weapons have. But the blood thing, its special skill is great because it does this big uh, forward slash, and at the end of it, it puts you back several nice. feet from your target. Yeah. So you get in close for the attack and then it automatically, you know, creates oh. distance between your opponent. So I've been relying on that. But yeah, that little fucker damn near killed me. And I just came out of having a full health. It's yeah. like, oh, I gotta always be on my P's and Q's. Yeah, man. I, I So when I started this new game plus, I was like, I don't know, 180 or something like that. Tore through the game, beating all the bosses. Like every once in a while I'd get beat up, but like for the most part, no, no real problem. And, uh, I've been stuck on the last boss again, uh, Radagon and the Elden Beast for day or a week. Like I, I can get everything. And I, I, now I'm just going through and collecting items that I maybe missed or whatever. Um, cause I'm going to have to play through it a third time anyway to get the, all three endings. And oh, there's different endings on each time you beat it. Three endings. Yeah. You, you get a choice at the end uh, of oh, okay. what you want to do. So this one burn everything down. That's what I'm doing on this playthrough. I did the, the <laughs> Oh, is that really an option? Yeah, yeah. The chaos, oh, okay. the chaos storyline. Um which is dope. Like it's really cool, like pursuing that storyline and like you have to do setup to get that at the end. Super cool, but man, I fucking can't beat like Radagon I can beat. He's harder now, but I can beat him. But I still get just destroyed by the fucking Elden Beast. I hate that thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, and you're level 300. You said. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it's. Rough. I got a long ways to go. I got a long ways to go. It wasn't this but bad, I, but on the first time. Um, yeah, really. Yeah. But you had a hard time with him on the first I try did. too. I did, but I feel like because I cheesed Radagon on the first time, and I'm not doing that this time, and so I'm I'm really struggling. <laughs> hey, if it, if it works, it works, man. I know, I, like I know, cheese. but like I, I, I want to try to because I can beat him, but like he he kills or almost kills my summons. So by the time I get to Elden Beast, the summons is basically useless, and uh, it's just me fighting the Elden Beast, and I, I it's fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see. But it's oh uh, man, game. yeah, I I I'm just so impressed with the. I mean, we talk about the size of this game. It's like fuck. I, I'm seeing, I'm opening up and seeing so much more shit now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really cool, man. Um, 
it's like a drug. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I was like, I got get, I, I started, I started, you know, getting, you know, scratching myself. If, 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 uh, if I haven't played in a long time, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta boot up that Elden Ring, son. Yeah. It's been too long. It's been too long. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. What else? Right, well, on? Uh, I was just about to say, not to probably put this to a, to a, this episode to a close. I gotta get to the gym. Cool. Yeah, I gotta work get out that out the way, Grayson. Too. Yeah, we, uh, I wanted. To, I was hoping to, to get into uh, Tokyo Vice, but I guess we can save that for the next. Uh, oh yeah, episode. I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that one because you know, having just left a Japanese company, I got a lot of things to say about that fucking show. I'm sure you do about working for a Japanese company and just being in Japan. Uh, but yeah, we'll say that for the next episode. If y'all haven't seen it, it's actually pretty good. Uh, Tokyo Vice on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least check out the first episode. Um, I think the whole series is worth it. It's uh, it's interesting. It's shot well. It's you know, it's set in the late '90s, so there's some cool nostalgia there too. With yeah, fucking, yeah, it was like 1999. Where it's, yeah, uh, it's like flip phones uh, and. Backstreet and you'll, you'll never, you'll never. Uh, what was it? Uh, I want it that way. Yeah. You'll, you'll never see. You never. Uh, yeah. You'll think twice about 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 that song after having <laughs> seen the show. Yeah, I want it uh, that way. Yeah, <laughs> <That was laughs> but it's, it's a good show. I like. It. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about it next episode. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, brother. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Peace. Oh, uh, uh, rate and review, like and subscribe, whatever. Uh, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Bombcast Podcast. Uh, if you're in the LA area next week and you want to come see me play and uh, hang out with with B, also. Uh, yeah, yeah. I need somebody to help keep me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be playing at Bordner's uh, Club 1984 next Friday, the Friday the 13th. And the band is uh, Spellbound. All right. See you guys. All right. Peace. Peace. Bombcast.